You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. Welcome to this month's episode about the topic Know Your Customer, also known as KYC. Raoul Schopper-Dekar, marketing head of Rubik's Data Science, is with us today to clarify some questions about this extensive subject. Thank you for joining, Raoul. Thanks for having me. We have the pleasure of having Raoul in our episode number 20, where he explained to us what the LEI, Legal Entity Identifier, is from its creation to its benefits. And today we will touch upon the LEI again as a helping element in the whole KYC process. So starting from the basics, Raoul, what is KYC? We do not let strangers into our homes without confirming who they are. Similarly, the airports don't allow us entry without valid identity proof. In the same way, businesses and banks should not transact with an unknown counterpart. And the only way to familiarize themselves with a new business partner or a new customer is through KYC, that is know your customer process. Know your customer is the process of validating identity of an entity or individual and it usually undertaken by the businesses that re require a high level of trust about the counterparties with whom they are doing the businesses. For example, a bank or a financial institution, if they are doing a business with some counterparties, they need to know who this person or who this entity is all about. In B2B space, KYC is sometimes known as KYB, that is know your business. Entities need to vet and verify counterparties across borders, various tax regimes, anti-regulatory environments. To be effective, the KYC or for businesses we can call it as KYB needs to be comprehensive. So this involves, you know, scouring through business identities, registration documents, statutories, tax filings, ownership data pertaining to the ultimate beneficial owners, which is also known as UBO, and realms of financial statements. By complying with KYC regulations, entities can ensure that they are not caught up in money laundering or terrorist financing and also in the various fraudulent activities. Verifying the identity of counterparties during onboarding and therefore monitoring their transaction will help banks, financial institutions, businesses to detect the suspicious activities with much greater accuracy and speed. KYC is also vital for the entities to decide whether it is permitted to do the business with the other entities in various jurisdictions, also depending upon the local and international laws as well. For several decades, KYC process has been a key legal prerequisite to comply with the anti-money laundering, that is AML laws. It is myth that the KYC is only meant for a new customer or a supplier and is one-time exercise. In reality, it is mandatory to conduct regular renewal KYC checks, especially in the space where the financial industry is working to maintain the updated records. And why has KYC gained importance in recent years? 
Ever since the 9/11 attack happened in US, there has been an increased scrutiny of the money trail in terms of a money laundering and terrorist financing activities. Very often, the terrorist financing comes from the illegal businesses such as drug trade or organized crime. Therefore, to combat uh, illegal activities that use financial service industries, which also include some suspicious banks uh, to move or hide money, or governments or banking regulators all over the world have been tightening the KYC policies. The other key benefit of conducting KYC checks is the transparency it creates about the connections and the networks between the financial organizations and the corporations across the world. The collapse of Lehman Brothers in 2008 put a spotlight on this need. As a regulator and financial institutions were unable to quickly quantify the real extent of losses that arose out of this development due to the tangled web of institutions owned or associated with the Lehman Brothers across the world. And what are the components of KYC? Uh, there are three major components of uh, or you can say parts of the KYC process. Uh, I will start with the first one which is a counterparty identification. This involves detecting and verifying the identity of the counterparty. Uh, for businesses, it also includes screening, identifying and verifying the identity of the ultimate beneficiary and validating the parent companies and subsidiaries. The information collected includes the entity name, their uh, statutory registration number, registered office and the principal place of business. Uh, also includes the list of the board of directors, names of its senior management, the law to which it is subjected to and its legal and beneficial owners. The documents collected can be included articles of association or other government documents, proof of legal existence which uh, includes you know your certificate of incorporation or certificate of registrations, documents disclosing the beneficial ownership structure which is like you know your articles or a memorandum of associations, address proofs and others. These are then verified using the statutory sources databases to ascertain their validity. In many cases, the KYC also includes physical verification of the counterparty premises. The second component of uh, this KYC process is counterparty due diligence. In comprehensive KYC checks, entities may also carry out the due diligence of their counterparty. This requires understanding the nature of counterparty business, uh, its attendant risk, uh, financial statements and ownership structure so as to develop meaningful risk profile of the business and its owners. The third component or the, the third part of the process is the regular updates. As I mentioned earlier, the KYC is not a one-time exercise. Okay, So regularly updating the business partner's details is crucial to avoid becoming an unknowingly victim of fraud or the illegal act. I see. And what are the advantages of Know Your Client, KYC, for businesses? As explained earlier, KYC is a gatekeeper of all sort of things when an entity does the business with the outside world and it helps in various ways. First and foremost is the KYC fights against the money laundering. One of the biggest challenges in the financial industry is money laundering, which means the conversion of illegally obtained money through the crimes or corruption into legitimate money. Therefore, the stringent anti-money laundering regulations, uh, which is also commonly called as AML regulations, are in place globally. 
one of the prerequisites of the AML process is KYC, which validates the counterparties are who they claim to be legally. As a part of rigorous KYC process, any individual or entity that is using the fake or a stolen identity is identified and then filtered out of uh, from becoming a business part. It is critical that any financial institution, uh, which can be your bank or NBFC or a forex dealer or a, even a broking platform that can be potentially used for the laundering money should have the strict KYC compliance process to verify the identity of those who deal with it. Conducting KYC checks at the beginning of a new business relationship helps avoid becoming a victim of fraud. How? So now B2B relationships are often comes with a risk of various types of frauds if the counterparty is not properly vetted and verified. Some of the types of fraudulent businesses that KYC checks helps to weed out are a business that is inoperative but posing as a operative one. Means some of the companies which are shown as inactive but they pose it themselves as active by faking the documents. A business that is actually involved in a restricted prohibited activities posing as a legitimate business. A bogus storefront set up to utilize fraudulently opted credit lines without the intention of repayment. A business that is used with a stolen identity. So the identity theft which is happens over here. A business that is on AML or terrorism financing watch list or a business that is owned or operated by a politically exposed person which is also in short called as PB. Following uh, is a detailed KYC process that helps to detect statutory non-compliance. The detailed KYC process includes checking the compliance of the counterparties with the statutory requirements of the various government departments and regulators. Uh, an example of that can be a corporate registry or the local tax departments, employee provident funds, securities and capital market authorities or even a central bank. Non-compliance by counterparties can be investigated further. A strong KYC framework enables a better risk management. Uh, because KYC also includes the due diligence wherein the financial statements of the counterparties are obtained and analyzed. This information, uh, it is possible to identify the high risk of counterparties and avoid the financial risk exposure to them. A centralized KYC process facilitates business continuity and prevent data leakage. KYC processes are usually managed by the central team of any organization which is running this. So any new supplier, vendor, your distributor, customer or even a dealer should ideally go through this KYC process before dealing with the procurements and the sales team. In such a mechanism, the KYC data of counterparties is systematically captured in a central database facilitating business continuity. Also, since the sensitive counterparty data is securely stored in a central location, the data locage can be prevented. You can also avoid the uh, your counterparty data from becoming obsolete by conducting the periodic KYC. As I mentioned earlier, we are in a today's fast moving world. The companies has to undergo swift changes. If you stick on the old data, it needs to be updated. Okay, because you know sudden management or ownership changes can bring a company to a brink of a crisis. We are recently seen some examples in the uh, microblogging companies and the financial sectors. Therefore, regularly updating the KYC information is vital to spot the important changes in the counterparties that could change their risk profile. 
Onboarding after a through KYC process helps to build a foundation of trust in a business relationship. A robust KYC process helps an entity collect vital information about the counterparty. If the counterparty is found to be a compliant, it creates an environment of a trust and allows the strong business relationship to be built with them. And what are the challenges in performing KYC manually? Manual identity verification takes the time as well as the efforts as it involves the ample amount of documentation checks, uh, you know, on-ground people involved in it and it also carries a risk of, uh, you know, missing the critical data elements. Manual KYC is often a frustrating experience for a customer or supplier who may not have the patience of to wait for the process to be completed. Further, a manual process means a cost on the higher side due to increased manpower deployment. As I mentioned, it requires documentation, manual screening, on-ground people to go and check the things. So the cost behind it keeps on increasing. Moreover, it is not very easy to detect the identity fraud through manual checks in the absence of a strong technology-based identity validation tools and software. Very often, non-compliant businesses fall through the cracks of during the manual check. Manual KYC check of overseas and counterparties are also logistically difficult and very expensive to undertake because then you will have to find out, uh, you know, the counterparty over there, uh, which is having a business, somebody who's going physically checking it, it becomes a very tedious task. And what types of solutions then should be used during KYC? Companies, banks, insurers, financial institutions can deploy the technology to handle identity check tasks. Video KYC, eKYC solutions that leverage the AI artificial intelligence are now commonly used in KYC process. These tools use proprietary application program interface that is APS which can retrieve the company information from government registries, regulat uh, regulatories and the other statutory data sources. They can even cross-reference the data within a short time frame. As awareness about the solutions and their capabilities rising, these, their adoptions is growing as well. According to the NV India, uh, in one of their survey called State of AI in Financial Services, the fraud detection in KYC and ML compliance was one of the top areas of the implementation of AI solutions in 2022. Only 7% of respondents had invested in AI-based fraud detection for KYC and AML in 2021, but the number rose to 23% in 2022. The video KYC and eKYC process can also be outsourced to a third-party digital risk management platforms that offers identity checks and verification solutions that are efficient, cost-effective and quick. Well, now we come to a part that we have already talked about in a previous episode, episode number 20, and that touches upon the LEI. So how does the legal entity identifier help in KYC? The legal entity identifier is a global reference code that uniquely identifies uh, every legal entity or a structure that is a party to a financial transaction in any jurisdiction. It simplifies the KYC and or identity check process because the identity of the entity with an active LEI has been already been validated and verified against the statutory identity documents such as the 
tax identity numbers, the incorporation certificates and etc. by the local operating unit that is LOU in a jurisdiction before issuing the LEI number or LEI code for that particular entity. Currently, banks globally may use many different identifiers while onboarding the new clients but their KYC processes can take couple of days. It can sometimes lead to inconsistencies in terms of a data that needs to be resolved resulting into the considerable cost overheads and as an adverse effect or a, you can say impact on the customer service. However, all the all that time, money, effort and goodwill can be saved by using the LEI as the identifier in the KYC process. How can KYC benefit the business information industry? In concrete business information providers like FIPIS members? Apart from helping FIPIS members know about their identity of their counterparties and deal safely with them, KYC represents a unique opportunity for the business growth as well. As a part of KYC process, counterparties are asked to furnish a range of information about their operations, their directors or their owners and the other key individuals. These are then validated through the open source databases and any supplemental information is noted. The KYC data elements are also compared with various statutory and the third party databases. Why we do this? This is to ensure the counterparty is legally exists, to ensure that the counterparty and or its directors or the owners do not feature on any watch list for money laundering or terrorism financing, to check if counterparty and associated individuals are subjected to any international sanctions and also to identify entities and individuals that are politically exposed persons that is PEPs or not. This KYC process can be time consuming and costly unless it is technology enabled. The problem is further compounded by the fact that this is not one time exercise. Company details and government regulation governing the KYC check evolves as do information sources. This means an organization must contact its business partners periodically to request KYC information. This imposes a burden on the counterparties as well and may put a strain on business relationship. Therefore, there has been some moment internationally towards creating a KYC registry, which are repositories that store update the necessary KYC information about the entity, similar to uh, legal entity identifier or the alien. Those wishing to do the counterparty KYC checks can subscribe to an registries and access the verified information when they need it. Such a standardized exchange of all necessary KYC information will greatly reduce the burden of the KYC process for an entity as well as its counterparties. We believe that KYC registries can be an important revenue stream for the business information industry. FEBIS members can certainly consider setting up or operating KYC registries in their own jurisdictions. Thank you, Raul, for taking us on this descriptive journey about KYC. We take also your very interesting suggestion for FIBIS members to look into the creation of KYC registries, not only as a revenue stream, but also for making corporates KYC processes more efficient. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening.